This podcast is brought to you by My Wedding Professionals. A group of award-winning suppliers and experts for your wedding day. Hello and welcome to this latest podcast for My Wedding Professionals. We are a group of multi-award-winning wedding suppliers based in Kent from whom you can find all your wedding essentials from cakes to cosmetics, dresses to designer lights and basically anything you need for a great wedding. I am Peter Thompson, professional Toastmaster, and in these podcasts, we will be chatting with one of our own experts to give you some ideas and inspiration for your very special wedding day. And as always, we hope you will find this one informative, interesting, and even amusing. Today, I am delighted to be speaking to Heather McMillan from Bye, Blossom. Welcome, Heather. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Peter. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. So, Heather, who are Bye, Blossom and what do you do? Okay, so Bye, Blossom is um, myself, Heather, and Richie, my partner. So, we're business partners and life partners I guess you would call us um we've been working together for six years now um doing kind of what we love best so stationary invitations save the dates on the day stationary for brides throughout Kent and also um nationwide and worldwide okay how did you come to do this um I guess like a lot of people get into the industry kind of um by chance so Richie and I both throughout our careers have worked in the marketing and design industry and every so often a a customer would come along that was getting married and say oh would you would you do my invites for me and around about 2013 there was a little spate of that over the summer we did three or four I just thought this is really nice (laughs) it's really nice kind of working for people who are very excited from my perspective I'm working on kind of you know, generally speaking, what's quite beautiful, girly projects as opposed to what I've been doing before, which was quite corporate. So we thought, okay, let's see if we can just do weddings. And and it went from there. Okay. So am I right in saying you're kind of the brains and the artist and Richie is the (laughs) technician? (laughs) Well, I think that's right. But I think Richie might disagree. And and bless him, he's not here to disagree. (laughs) to um, argue with me. (laughs) No, we'll stick with that then. Okay, but the truth is I am the artistic side. Richie's more kind of the, um, yeah, he does do more the production side of things, yes. So what is your setup? Where do you operate? So obviously to start with, as a small business, we worked from home, but then pretty quickly we grew. And because we invested quite heavily in some large equipment, we needed our own office space. So We're in Gravesend. We've got a really nice design studio, which is my domain. Then we've got a little kind of production area, which is Rich's domain. And upstairs, uh, with uh, a number of other wedding supplies, we've got a beautiful gallery as well. So we've got a really nice setup. We're very lucky. So coming to visit you is a treat in itself. You're not just an office and and a desk. No, of course, coming to see us is an absolute treat for anyone. <laughs> and if you're really lucky, you'll meet uh, Lily and Buster, who are office dogs, who do tend to come in with us and um, free cuddles all round. 
if people think about wedding stationery, I guess everybody immediately thinks of invitations. What type of invitations are available? Well, it's a bit like how long is a piece of string. So typically what we do falls into four groups. So you can have the kind of, I suppose like the entry level, if you like, would be a single card invitation, which is absolutely all you need. But then if you want to take things up a notch, you could produce an invitation set. So a kind of a suite of different cards, which would include an RSVP, an information card, maybe menus. And if you really want to go for the wow factor, we kind of specialise in these things called pocket folds, which are beautiful folders with pockets for all your inserts. Um, I mentioned earlier, we've got quite a lot of equipment. So one of those pieces of equipment is an enormous laser cutter. So any shape, any size, and also a great range of different materials. So um, vellum, wood, acrylic, um, but most of what we do is, is different types of paper. So it helps some couples when I say you really can have anything you want, but equally that can be a bit daunting for some couples as well. So we're very good at guiding people to what would work for them best as well. Okay. So we often say to couples in the wedding game, it is all a blank canvas and you have exactly what you want. That same applies to invitations and wedding stationery. The world is their oyster. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of it obviously will come down to budget and time scales. So the more complex a design, the longer it takes. But we are very good at getting under the skin of our couples and, and getting information out of them that can make their wedding stationery very personal to them. You could, of course, have something very beautiful, just typography or just flowers. But for us, the real joy is coming up with something that is, is specific to them. So that might be incorporating one of their passions, uh, their heritage, for example. Recently, we worked with a, a lovely couple. The bride was Spanish and the groom was English and they wanted to kind of celebrate this coming together of cultures. So we did a really nice motif that carried through all their stationery so not just through invitations but onto their table plan their menus of um, a bull representing spain and a lion for england and yeah it's one of my favorites that we've done recently what information does uh, a wedding invitation have to include okay so the the need to have would be obviously your names uh, the date the venue and also the time of the ceremony. I think it's also useful to pop on there how guests RSVP because when it comes to organising your wedding, getting those RSVP backs uh, is really crucial. Um, if you want to include other useful information for your guests, they might want to know what happens after the ceremony. So typically on a, on a standalone card invitation, you would put um, ceremony followed by reception and party for example so if you want to go a little bit further and just be that extra bit helpful for your guests directions are useful um some people do maps although we generally speaking say a map isn't necessary because um a lot of people are using sat nav nowadays and a map can take up quite a lot of space in an invitation you might want to tell them about accommodation options so if they want to stay the night maybe at your venue or other local places Gifts, that is the biggie. It's also a bit of a bone of contention. 
some people don't like to mention gifts. We totally understand that. But our view is usually if you put yourself in the position of a guest, you want to give a gift to someone at their wedding. And I think you want to give them a gift that they want. So I think it's helpful to pop that on there. And we've got lots of nice ways, little poems of saying, you know, we'd like money, please, or donation to our honeymoon. Other useful things might be whether or not children are invited to your day. And it's a quite usual now for couples to say in a really lovely way, please leave your children at home. Dress codes. So they don't necessarily need to be formal or casual, but a lot of couples, for example, have a colour theme to their wedding. So it might be, you know, a white wedding and we want our guests to wear white. Uh, venue specifics also, so parking information, whether confetti or not is allowed, taxis information, and the final one really is what time they're all going home. Excellent. So there's a lot of information in mm, there really is. quite a simple uh, little invitation there. That's what happens on the day. Does your pack include anything that might be happening subsequently? Well, yeah, it often does. So, again, because the invitations are being designed specifically for you, the wording can be whatever you want. So if, for example, you're holding a barbecue at your house the next day and everyone's invited, then we'll incorporate that. Uh, if your wedding is a, uh, a golf club, for example, some people say, you know, we're all going out onto the golf course in the morning, join us for that. Ladies might be having a spa day. But really, the whole thing is that it's very personal to you. So whatever is happening around your wedding, we'll find a way to tell your guests. We are from My Wedding Professionals, and there are a number of suppliers in our team. Do you ever need to liaise with other suppliers in your work? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't say we necessarily need to, but it is really helpful when we do. Um, we work with different people in different ways, so... I guess one of the kind of early supplies that we would liaise with is the florist. So if a couple want uh, a floral invitation, it's really helpful if they can show us pictures of what they're planning to have. So from a colour point of view, but also uh, the specifics of flowers. So flowers on an invitation tend to be quite generic, but we can do something rose-like or peony, hydrangea, for example. So it's nice to know what's going on from the florist's point of view. Kind of working the other way, uh, we often work quite closely with Shelley of Shelley's Cakes. So a bride will come to me and we'll have designed her invitation. I can give her invitation to Shelley and Shelley can make a cake that matches. So we're producing not just a matching suite of invitation, but the whole styling matches perfectly, which is really nice. We've been talking about stationery and there's a lot involved in some of the stationery you've mentioned how crucial is timings and when should people be coming to you well it's really funny actually peter because six months ago my answer would be quite different to how it is today so covid has changed many things including wedding planning we always used to be um fairly kind of non-committal about the first part of stationery which could be save the dates we'd say do you know what if you want to do them great but not necessary if you know if, if you're not convinced you need them now for people getting married in 21 22 even 23 there's going to be so many weddings that have been moved forward into that time frame but we think the safer dates are really important so that 
people might be getting a lot more wedding invitations at the moment and we want to make sure that they come to your wedding. So I think the save the dates are important and I would say do them as soon as you've booked your venue. Generally speaking, we'd say a year in advance, but I think you can easily go, you know, further back than that. Invitations, the same is true really. So we've always said three to six months before your wedding. If you're getting married in the school holidays, maybe, you know, it's a bit more important to send your invitations out earlier. Uh, and, and then once your invitations have done, have done and been sent out, you can, you can breathe, you can just have a little pause. And then maybe three to six months before your wedding itself, start the design process of your table plans, menus, etc. You might not have all the information you need, so you probably won't know, for example, your table plan. You can still design it and then we'll just drop the names in. Uh, the key to it with your wedding stationery is use all the time you've got. I mean, at least you can do the whole process in a really relaxed manner and make sure you get exactly what you want. Exactly. The more that is arranged in advance, the less stress there is nearer to the day. Yeah, exactly that. And we, we provide, you know, we're not providing just stationery. We provide a full design service. So that includes us sending visuals at every stage. So every time we make a change, we will resend a visual to a couple and they don't want to feel that they've got to sit down after work and get back to me the next day. They might want to, you know, show family, show friends and just come back to me in a relaxed way. So the more time they've got, obviously the easier that is to do. You've mentioned the table plan. And in my experience, one of the most stressful things to prepare at any wedding is the table plan. And as there are often last minute changes with these, what is the latest these can get to you? We say, um, like I guess I kind of touched on, start the design really early and drop the names in at the last minute. And for us, the last minute is 14 working days before your wedding. Having said that, that is just to enable us to make sure that it's done, delivered to you, and there are no hiccups. We like to build in time for things happening, if you like. So, for example, one poor man picked up his table plan. It was the only job he'd been given, I think. Popped it on the drive, popped his car in the garage. The table plan had fallen on the floor and he drove over it. So, because we have our little 14 working day, um, you know, time frame, if you like, uh, we were able to reprint and re-deliver. So we're quite strict on timings, but they're there for a good reason. <laughs> yes. I'm delighted that you didn't give an example of something where uh, Perish the thought you had uh, made a spelling mistake or the bride had done something wrong. But I don't think anybody in the world would plan on driving over their table plan. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're right. Mistakes do happen. Um, we, so, we, you know, we do everything we can, obviously, to avoid them. We've got a lot of systems in place, a lot of uh, proof checking, a lot of forms to try and make sure that mistakes don't happen. But you're right. You could not foresee that. I really felt for the poor guy. <laughs> yes. Um, now, uh, a minute ago, you said COVID has changed many things. And those of us in the wedding industry... Um, are asking ourselves daily what is going on and I feel so sorry for couples who have had to change their plans sometimes more than once. Uh, have you been able to do anything to help 
your couples who've had to postpone their weddings because of COVID? Well, yeah, I mean, I hope we have. Um, we've, it's, you know, every day we're getting phone calls and emails from couples that have had to postpone and it really is heartbreaking. So we've tried to do everything we can. So obviously from a basic kind of admin point of view, we've just reassured them that we're going to be here for them whenever they're ready. We put jobs on hold uh, and, until they, they're more confident to go ahead with printing their invitations, for example, and obviously updated all our systems, which you know, has been a full-time job because there's just been so many brides postponing. Um, but to help on a more practical level, those that have already sent their invitations out, we've offered them um, change the date cards. So we've done probably, goodness, 60 or 70 sets of free change the date cards all beautifully designed to match their invitations so that, you know, it almost becomes, albeit an unplanned, part of their stationary set. Uh, And we're still doing quite a lot of digital change the dates now as well. So I'm I'm hoping that 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 helps them as well. What are your top tips for couples planning their stationary? Oh, well, there's lots of kind of little nuggets of advice that we like to think that we offer that couples haven't necessarily thought about and actually the most obvious one is someone will come up to me and say oh I need a hundred invitations and my first instinct is to say okay so how many people have you got coming to your wedding and they say oh a hundred and it's perfectly natural but people forget you don't need one invitation per person for your wedding it's one per couple or one per household so just by speaking to us, some couples have saved themselves an awful lot of money. <laughs> uh, what else could I say? You've got to uh, build basics like building time for design and production, uh, you know, two to three months for design, maybe if you've got a specific design in mind and production, you know, the printing and delivery stages can take seven to 10 working days. Um, other helpful things, we always suggest to our couples that on their invitation, as well as obviously asking guests to RSVP that they actually give them a date by which to do that. So if you work back from when your venue wants to know numbers, catering, etc., build in maybe a month and then tell people we want to know by this date. Not everyone will reply. I'm sure you'll still have to chase some people, but it does focus the mind a little bit. What else would I say? Uh, it's quite a lot of people want to leave their invitations blank from a guest name point of view. They don't put the name of the people invited on there. And again, that's something that we would urge against because if you send an invitation to a, a household without a name on it, I think it's safe to assume that, for example, a family are going to assume that mum, dad and the children are all invited and it might not be the case. So I think it's really helpful to be very clear about exactly who is invited on an invitation and actually put their names on. And to help with that, we will pre-print guest names on an invitation as well. So you don't have to sit there and write it. We can do that bit for you. Fantastic. Thank you. And you do other things other than invitation cards. I believe you, you mentioned earlier menu cards how many menu cards would you advocate um it's kind of on your down to your personal preference so you could do a couple of cards per table you could do one menu per guest and if you're going to do that we often say instead of doing a menu and a place name card pop the guest's name on the menu and then you're not doubling up on stationery 
if you're doing kind of a, a more informal kind of barbecue or buffet option, then do a big board. But there's um, an awful lot of ways of doing menus, and it really is down to kind of how you want your tables to look and and what you know what works best for you. So whilst we've been chatting, you've given us lots of ideas for actually saving money. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? We always kind of bear in mind that people spend so much money on their wedding and on the stationery, but we want stationery to work hard. It always looks beautiful. That's kind of a, um, you know, a given when you're working with us. We won't let anything go out that doesn't look amazing, but we also want it to work hard. So that would be things like um, invitations. So if a bride asks for the the small print if you like so the detail on her invitation to be in a beautiful script font and we don't think it reads very well then we will advise against that ultimately the bride can of course have whatever she wants but you know we will advise on that kind of thing um similarly with with signs and stuff someone might say to me oh i really want a table plan and a welcome sign and an order of the day sign and I'll say, okay, you know, that's great. Of course we can do that for you. But have you considered popping welcome to our wedding at the top of your table plan? So it's kind of making your stationery work hard. That's where we're at. Now, I was going to ask you about unusual items. That's probably not the best way to explain it. Are, do you do any particular things that couples may not have even thought about when they come to you? Um, we have done some unusual things over the years. A lot of them are actually inspired by the couples themselves. They, they too tend to give us their ideas sometimes, which is where the whole kind of working together and collaborating really, really comes into its own. Uh, so we've done things like personalised hotel room door hangers. So the guests at one particular wedding arrived in the morning, obviously checked into their rooms and they were greeted by yeah these lovely little personalized messages on their door so that was quite unusual for us and really nice uh, i suppose the other kind of unusual side of things would be unusual themes for stationery so sometimes they're inspired by the couple uh, we're, we're working on a set at the moment uh llama themed which i love who doesn't love a llama and sometimes the theme comes from us so when a couple comes to meet us we want to kind of drill down and find out about them. So they might think it's just kind of wedding chit chat, but it's not. It's us trying to get under the skin of them as a couple. So we were chatting one day to a really lovely couple um, about how they met. And it just so happened that they had this really cool kind of story where they met on an aeroplane in separate parties going up Mount Kilimanjaro. So they met on the aeroplane and then randomly they met again at a bar at the bottom of the mountain. And that's kind of th their story. So we've done a really lovely invitation for them with uh, wildlife from the area and the mountain, of course, and a little aeroplane. And that thing carried all through their day. And that is where we get real pleasure in doing stationery, is creating something really, really personal for a couple. And they loved it, which was amazing. And something that their guests are going to want to keep. Oh, I hope so. I mean, I always, that's that's the one thing about the invitations. I, I think people do keep them forever, especially something that is so different. Would you consider thank you cards a must-have in terms of wedding stationery? Oh, uh, I, I would never say that anything's a must-have, but I think they are a nice to-do. A lot of couples obviously want 
the whole stationary suite to match perfectly. So it's very easy for us to do that. And we can also incorporate really nice photos from the day as well. So it's, it's a nice way to thank your guests for being part of your day. Um, now, should I ask about uh, any celebrities that have come to you? Oh, well, yes. Are you stationer to the rich and famous? <laughs> Well, I'm not sure about that, but we, we certainly uh, we have done one stationary project for um, a rather lovely Love Island couple, Nathan and Cara. Uh, they got married last year at Preston Court and they were just, you know, they were just the most amazing couple. It was a real pleasure to work with them. And every time I mention to a, a bride and groom that we worked with those guys, they get really excited. So, yeah, it was a real pleasure for us. So, Heather... Can I ask you, this might be a little contentious, we live in the 21st century where so much is done uh, in a virtual medium. Why is there still a place for real printed stationery rather than just sending out email messages with attachments? I think a lot of it is it's kind of sentiment in as much as people are going back to buying vinyl records there's something nice something tangible about having something to hold and especially when it comes to a wedding i think a printed invitation is just something really special it's something that someone will keep forever it's not just an email or a website that is quite transient and we really do hope we touched on it before that people will keep your wedding invitation forever and certainly brides do they'll you know some brides come to us and they frame the set of their stationery which is amazing um, that doesn't mean there's not a place for the digital side of things. We work with a lot of couples who have got a wedding website. So people might RSVP via that website. There might be food choices on there. Uh, it, it, websites can be a really useful tool, but they like to announce their wedding with the most beautiful invitation. And that is often where the laser cut invitations come in because they are very intricate. They're very lacy. They're really ornate. What they're not is practical from a space point of view. So you can put the simple information on there, you know, your names, your date, etc., and then say, for further information, visit our wedding website. So the kind of the digital and the, and the real-life actual thing, if you like, they do go hand-in-hand hand quite well together. I have seen some absolutely stunningly beautiful wedding invitations, and when I see them, I just think the couple have gone to great lengths to share a special experience with their guests. Uh, yeah, that's, that's right. They're kind of setting the tone for their day, I think, and receiving something amazing in the post is, well, that's something that happens less and less now, and it's just a really great way of, of announcing your big day. And, and it does, it really does set the tone for the day. People have literally said, my guests opened their wedding invitation and went, wow. And if you think the wedding invitation is amazing, then imagine how great the day is going to be. Thank you very much for chatting to me today and for sharing some great ideas from the fascinating world of wedding stationery, which must be of great interest to anyone getting married. I have been speaking to our own stationery expert, Heather McMillan. I am Peter Thompson, professional Toastmaster, and this podcast has been recorded by our good friend, Tim Cullen, superb DJ 
from Mint DJ Services. We are all from My Wedding Professionals and we can be found at myweddingprofessionals.co.uk. We can also be found on Instagram at My Wedding Professionals and on Facebook at My Wedding Professionals. Thank you all again for listening and we look forward to having you with us again shortly.